Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we've been airing a message entitled, Five Heresies That Identify a Cult. Throughout the week, your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, will continue to point out several of the distinguishing marks of heresy that clearly defines what a cult is. Some things such as the denial of the deity of Christ, of additional revelations beyond the Bible, and of the teaching of baptismal regeneration to name but a few. And then in contrast to this, we'll see what God says concerning these teachings from His own Word. We also want to take this time to continue our offer of a very helpful book entitled Living in an Imperfect World by Dr. R.B. Willette. Life is full of challenges, and this book will be a big help to you in meeting them. The book and today's message are free of charge. Stay tuned till the end of today's program for a phone number and address to order either or both. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. If you look at Isaiah chapter 8 and verse 20. Isaiah 8 verse 20, To the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. Number two is dual authorities. I have never seen a religion that could fool a Christian if said religion came up to them and said the Bible is not the Word of God. How many of you would fall for that this morning? I mean, if someone came knocking at your door or you had a friend or you went to a church service and the minister got up there and said, this Bible is not the Word of God, you'd say, ha! Boy, am I glad I came here today. I finally found that out. That wouldn't be your response. You wouldn't be fooled by that. You know how the devil takes your Bible from you? He says, yeah, that's the Word of God, but so is this. So is this. Dual authorities. In theology, it's called extra-canonical revelation, the canon of Scripture. And we're given three major warnings in God's Word. Early in the Bible, Deuteronomy chapter 4, Ye shall not add unto the Word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. In Deuteronomy, don't add to it, don't diminish from it. Then in the middle of the Bible, Proverbs chapter 30, every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. Add thou not unto His words, lest He reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Don't add to it. In the middle of the book. And then at the end of the book, in Revelation chapter 22, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. I had a Mormon missionary tell me one time, he said, well, he was just talking about revelation. And your point is? <laughs> revelation is part of the Bible. 
If you add or subtract from Revelation, you're adding or subtracting from the Bible. There is no another testament of Jesus Christ. There is no adding to, there is no subtracting from, and there is no holding anything on a par with Scripture. Whether it's Mary Baker Eddy's Christian science and her hieroglyphics to understanding the Scriptures, her old wives' fables, or Ellen G. White's in the Seventh-day Adventist organization, her supposed hieroglyphics to understanding the Scriptures, if it's the Pope's ex-cathedra, speaking authoritatively from the chair as though it were Scripture, from the Second Vatican Council in 1967, you'll note I am not reading from Trent in 1542. This is up-to-date information. At the same time, the Council exhorts scholars and preachers to take a sane course between exaggeration and narrow-mindedness. Now, according to this, I am not sane. As guides, let them take the sacred scriptures, the holy fathers, and doctors, and various liturgies, and the teaching authority of the church. Five final authorities. Joseph Smith gave five final authorities. The Book of Mormon, the Pearl of Great Price, the Doctrines and Covenants, the Bible, and the Word of Living Apostles and Prophets. Second Nephi chapter 29 verse 6 out of the book of Mormon says, Thou fool that shall say a Bible, we have got a Bible and we need no more Bible. Do you know what the book of Mormon just called you? A fool. Do you know what the book of Mormon just called me? A fool. You know what the Book of Mormon called Jesus Christ, according to Luke chapter 23, who told you the Scriptures were the law, the prophets, and the poetic books? They called Jesus Christ a fool in 2 Nephi chapter 29. Folks, they have temple rituals out there on Cole Road that are performed with regularity that mock Anybody that preaches this word the way we're preaching it this morning. They mean business. And so does God. Smith claimed that the Book of Mormon was translated from Reformed Egyptian. Nobody to this day knows what that language is. Except perhaps Joseph Smith. Because he had divine glasses, he read it and interpreted while looking into a hat, while looking at golden plates. As he read, he discovered, contrary to Scripture, that Jesus was born in Jerusalem. How did he arrive at that conclusion? He was emotionally disturbed. He was an egomaniac. He spent three months with his face stuck in a hat wearing magic varnays and his nose crinkled up against golden plates. That's how he came to that conclusion. You see, I just don't think you should speak of someone's religion that way. I don't think they should speak of my Bible and my Savior that way. 
You see, you can, you can say some incredible things in the name of religion. You can do some pretty stupid things in the name of religion. But if you do it in the name of religion, it's okay. Because the whole thing is fraught in emotionalism. It's all about emotions and feelings. And it's all become a sacred cow. Folks, the Scripture knows no sacred cows. Here's one. I've got a word from the Lord. Huh? I was at the meeting, and I got a word from the Lord. I got my antennas up. Get them down. Cut the wires. Get your nose in the book. I got a word from the Lord too. It's a King James Bible. And if the word you got is the same as what I got, then thank you. If it's not, you're a false prophet. People run around blown off about this stuff and you can't say anything. God killed people in the Old Testament for less than that. The Old Testament, if a man gave a prophecy and it didn't come to pass, they were supposed to get together and stone him. Folks, let me tell you something. God's given us one final authority. And as long as I have anything to say about it, Nobody's ever going to get up behind this pulpit and say a better rendering should be. Or it's unfortunate that the King James translators translated it that way. It should be this word. Or that's a misfortunate translation. I'll give you the better rendering. They always have to roll their R's. I don't know why. It makes them sound more educated in their mind. Folks, if you come here and you believe what we teach, when you go home, if you got the book I got, you will take the final authority in all matters of faith and practice, and you will take it home with you, and you can set it on your coffee table. You can pick it up and read it anytime you want. You can put it on the nightstand, and it goes there with you. It does not go back to the parsonage. It is not my brain. It is not my understanding of Greek and Hebrew. It is not the original autographs. It is that book that you have. No dual authority. It's that book. It's that book. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Rick DeMichael entitled, Five Heresies That Identify a Cult. If you are a true born-again child of God and have had an opportunity to grow in your walk with Christ, then you are well aware that there is much in the way of false teachings everywhere you turn. There are churches that are steeped in false doctrine and would want nothing better than to convince you that their way is right and thus pull you into their churches. But as you've heard today, the way towards truth is clearly found in what God says from His Word, the Bible. Whether it be the person of Christ, the authority of God's Word, or what the true significance of what baptism is, the way we're going to know and understand these things is to see what God says about it in His Word. We hope you'll continue to tune in this week. And as we mentioned at the top of the broadcast, we are offering an excellent book entitled Living in an Imperfect World by author Dr. R.B. Willett. The book addresses many of life's challenges and how to deal with them. Things such as injustice, insecurity, discouragement, depression, and bitterness. It will doubtless be a help and a blessing to you. This book and today's message on tape or CD are free of charge. Call in order today. Our address is Treasures of Truth, 
care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. And our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. No contributions, please. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. 